Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, let's go back out to Indianapolis where we're joined by Steelers insider from the Post-Gazette, Ray Fittipaldo, who's been at the Combine Omar Khan spoke today. We just listened back to some of that audio. Ray, you were there. Uh, your biggest takeaway from what the Steelers GM had to say today? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm like everyone else. I think half the questions that we asked of Omar were about the quarterback situation. So if if you haven't figured out yet that it's going to be Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph, um, at least that's what they would like it to be, then, um, you know, you're probably behind the learning curve a little bit. So, um that's clearly what they want to get done here. We'll see if they're able to make that happen. If, you know, if that doesn't happen um, in a couple of weeks, they'll have to turn the page and maybe go to plan B there. But, uh, you know, I think it's pretty clear that's, that's how they want to construct this quarterback competition going into training camp. Well, you say competition there, Ray. Is it really going to be a competition if it's those two, though? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. You know, I – you know, the shame of it is we're not going to get a chance to, to talk to Arthur Smith probably until after the draft. I'm guessing, you know, we'll get him OTAs or mini camps, you know, so late May, early June. So um, all those questions about, you know, the fits for his offense, you know, what does he look for in a quarterback? Does he have to be mobile? I mean, we can connect the dots and look at Tannehill and Mariota and some of the other guys he's coached, but we don't really know specifically how he feels about a guy like Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett for that matter. So um, there's a little bit of guesswork involved there, but uh, yeah, like I said, I, you know, I, I think it's full steam ahead with Kenny and Mason and, you know, if they can get that done, that's what we're going to be looking at here, um, you know, in six or eight weeks once they get back to OTAs. So Ray, you think that if Rudolph outplayed Pickett in the preseason, he'd start week one for them? Yeah, I mean, I think they want it to be a competition. Um, you know, I I don't know how it's going to be staged, guys. You know, I don't know if it's going to be every other day or, you know, I don't know if it's going to be the way it was a couple of years ago when, you know, Mitch basically got all the reps and, um, you know, he had to lose the job. Now, that didn't come until three and a half games into the middle of the season or into the season, but, you know, that's eventually what happened. But, I, you know, I, I think, guys – they want to find out about Kenny Pickett. They want to give him a chance in the new offense. I don't know if you guys heard that clip today, but, you know, Omar was asked about that. And he said, I think there's paraphrasing his quote here, but he basically said, you know, there were some issues with the offense last year and kind yep. of intimated that, uh, you know, it Kenny's was Matt Canada's fault. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny's play will improve with a better OC and, uh, you know, we'll see if that happens. 
Ray, uh, how then, I guess you would interpret like them saying over and over, we want Mason back. We've told we want Mason back as just they're putting on a pretty hard sales pitch because some of it has been like on Mason's end. Does this team really want me? Do they think I'm viable? So they're just really laying it on thick. Is that a, a fair assumption then? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, um, you know, I forget the timing of it, but Art talked about two weeks after the season ended. Art said he wanted him back. Um, you know, Mike pretty much said that right after the season, and Omar repeated it today. So, um, and Omar said today they've already reached out to to his agent. So that you know that ball is already rolling, and we're still two weeks away from you know the legal tampering tampering period here. So, I'm sure they have other oars in the water. If that doesn't work out, you know they'll, they'll have different plans for a backup if Mason doesn't resign. But, um, you know, Omar also said that, um, you know, it appears that Mason wants to come back and be a part of this. So if that's the case and they can come to an agreeable number, then, you know, I think that's what's going to happen. Ray, it'll be interesting. I think the quarterbacks talk tomorrow. What will you read into uh, them meeting with quarterbacks, especially if it's guys that might have first-round grades on them like J.J. McCarthy or uh, Bo Nix? Yeah, I mean, you guys have to remember, they also do all these interviews here for four years down the road when these guys become free agents, too. So I wouldn't read too much into that. Um, you know, I mean, they, I was at the cornerbacks today. I mean, they talked every cornerback podium I went through. They basically talked to every one of them. So um, yeah, it's probably a little bit different. You know, I don't, I don't think they're going to waste their time and talk to Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels or or Drake mm-hmm. may, but I, I would expect them to do their due diligence on those second and third tier guys. And, you know, let's face it. If some of those second, th- second and third tier guys fall to the third or fourth round, I think some of those guys might be in play, um, you know, for a guy they might want to develop too. What's the percentage likelihood that at some point in the draft, they do pick a quarterback, Ray? Um, I don't know, 25%, something like that. I think oh, so so not like after. a day three guy who's a project. So you don't even think that's necessarily likely that somebody in the fourth, fifth, sixth, that kind of player is, is necessarily a likely thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a possibility, but in the, if so many other needs they have to address, I mean, there could be trade ups, trade downs. You just never know how that's going to go. The guy they want could be off the board by the fourth round. So, you know, it could be closer to 50, but I'll, I'll say 25 right now. What do you read into Omar Khan's very non-committal answer about Najee Harris and his fifth-year option, right? Yeah, I think maybe just keeping his cards close to his vest there. Um, and I, you know, I don't know why. It seems like a no-brainer to me. But uh, the one thing I did find interesting today, and I know Arthur Smith isn't going to dictate roster decisions, but Omar said they've been talking and, you know, Arthur has – he's going to have his preference on the types of players that fit into his offense. So don't necessarily read into that with Najee, but you know, that could, that could come into play with offensive linemen. That could have been a reason why Mason Cole was cut. Um, You know, so things along that line. So, you know, we have to see how how good of a fit he's going to be in Arthur's offense. Um, I would assume it would be a good fit. I mean, he's, he's kind of like Derrick Henry light, right? I mean, he's kind of that type of a back. So, not sure why he was noncommittal, but uh, I, I still fully expect them to pick up that option on May 2nd. Or so should, if Arthur's going to have at least some influence, they're going to get the kind of players he wants, should we just already start buying Jonu Smith Steelers jerseys then, Ray? <laughs> 
I think that's a possibility. I mean, he's he's been pretty much everywhere Arthur's been, and um, I wouldn't be surprised at that. Obviously, he signed for a nice chunk of change when he went to uh, the Patriots. Um, I don't know what he would command now in free agency, but if if the number's right, um, I, I think that guy's a really good player. And I think, unfortunately, that might be bad news for Connor Hayward, but um, I don't know. You know, Connor's a very good special teams player. Maybe he can – Maybe there's another avenue for him to make it if John o. Smith does come here. But, uh, yeah, I think John o. Smith could uh, be a good option for the Steelers. Ray, as far as the scouting combine goes from, like, the, the reason why they're there, the draft, and the Steelers' 20th pick, just based on yeah. what you've heard and what you've seen, like, where would you lean right now with that 20th pick in terms of the type of player, the type of position that's probably most likely? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm still center, right tackle, or cornerback. And um, you guys heard his answer today when he was on the podium about Broderick Smith, correct? Broderick, Broderick Jones? Jones, yeah, that'll eventually move back Broderick to left tackle. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's a, like Mike Tomlin was noncommittal on that just a few weeks ago, but I thought that was a little bit more forceful. Like, I, after Omar said that, I can't really see them playing Broderick on the right side again. So. You know, is a right tackle at number 20 more in play now? Um, you know, could Dan Moore move over to the right side? Is, is Spencer Anderson involved in that? But, uh, yeah, I, I think right tackle in, at number 20 is, is more in play now than ever. But don't discount center. Don't discount corner either. I, I think they're going to take the highest graded player on their board when it comes time at one of those three positions. Ray, is it true that Tomlin was practically foaming at the mouth and really getting into it in these defensive line uh, workouts today that he was watching intently and, and just paying very close attention? We had little tipsters saying that on TV, Tomlin looked very engaged with that position group. Well, I didn't, because we had Omar this afternoon, I, I didn't have a chance to, to, to get into the stadium to watch any of that. But I'll tell you, if it was anything like the Senior Bowl, he was up in there. He was very interested and and how those guys were going to perform. And um, it's going to be the same way on 
Sunday. I think Sunday is when the offensive line will work out. It'll be the same way with them. He's always very deep into those drills, both uh, offensive and defensive lines. Do they look at then the defensive line because it's kind of thin with first-round prospects this year, Ray? Do they look at it as they're just trying to find guys and maybe the the second or third yeah. day that they think can fill in? And how, how big of an issue is the way they've tried to, to backfill after Cam Hayward at that spot or that area of the field? Yeah, did you guys see how that fist ran today? I mean, he ran like a four seven eight. He had some. He was kind faster of unbelievable... than Mahomes. They did a. Yeah. They they put those two guys next to each other. Jeremiah, or, you know, put him in his top fifty. I mean, that that guy. Uh, I don't know if he'd be there in the middle of the second round, but again, you know, we're looking at probably more three techniques, interior defensive linemen in this draft, more so than the the five technique defensive end types. Um, but this would be intriguing, you know. Um, I don't know if Jerzon Newton falls. I don't think he's going to fall into the second round, but they definitely have to get some more bodies in there. I know we, we talk about it almost every week, but with Ogunjobi being 30 and Cam being 35, and you know Omar saying today they got to be careful with his reps. It just seems like they're going to throw more numbers at that position and maybe be maybe try to be a little deeper this year and have a little bit more of a, a sound rotation with guys coming in in and out of those games. Ray, what did Khan say about inside linebacker, and how did how did that make you feel about what they do at that position this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I, they they got to go out and get one in the draft for free agency. When when he said, you know, they're optimistic he's going to be back, but at some point, but Holcomb, we don't know mean, when. Yeah, I mean, that, with Holcomb, I mean, that could be October, that could be November, that could be December. I mean, that was a gruesome injury. So, um. You know, free agency, maybe, yeah, I think they could try to fill it there. But, um, you know, there's some decent options. I read about the inside linebackers yesterday. Maybe they get a guy second, third round, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., Peyton Wilson, somebody like that. They don't need another run-stopping inside linebacker. They already got Roberts, Roberts um, and Mark Robinson. They need a guy who can run and cover. So if they're going to draft that guy, they probably have to get him, like, in the second round or so. And you don't think there's any worry that they fall in love yet again with the guy who's highest rated at that position and take him at 20. That would be Edrin Cooper from A&M. You don't think we have to concern yeah. ourselves with another first-round pursuit there, Ray? But I could be wrong, guys. I don't know what you think, but it's not like the Devin White, Devin Bush thing a couple of years ago where where those guys were like solid first-round picks. You knew they were going to go in the first round. Like I see Edrin Cooper – like late first round, but I also see him second round. And I, I see other guys who are highly rated depend, depending on, you know, which draft boards and which analysts you want to listen to. So um, that's pretty muddled to me right now. I don't think there's, there's one guy who's, who's definitely going to be that guy in the first round. I, I think all those guys, whether it's late first, second, maybe early third, I think it's, it's kind of jumbled there. And I, I don't think they would draft for need at number 20 this year and just, just take the best guy. Ray, Ray, for the record, I'm an inside linebacker extremist, and I don't think anybody should be taking these guys in the first round unless it's like a, an yeah. all-time, guaranteed, 10-time All-Pro. Yeah. He's going to go put on a gold jacket five years after he's done. Like I, I'm just off that train completely. I agree with you. I think probably the best route is to go out and get a young free agent, a guy who's like 26, 27 years old. You know he can play, kind of like Holcomb. You don't and think just, they'd open up the page, the, the paycheck for our queen, the checkbook for queen. Do you? Yeah. I mean, what's that going to cost? Like 15, 18 million. I mean, they, no, thank you. They're, they're going to have money to do it. Um, 
he was a second team all pro guys. I you know I know Roquan Smith is the much better player, but he didn't make second team all pro. Um, Ray, you know what I worry about with Queen though? I was reading a piece about him, and I know Roquan made him better. He reminds me of off ball Bud Dupree. Where when you bring in a clearly yeah. superior player, suddenly right. here's Patrick Queen thriving, right. but when he didn't have Roquan Smith, he looked like a bust. Yeah, um, it's that inside linebacker position is just—it's so tricky. I mean, you got to be able to run with tight ends and running backs, and you got to be able to stick your nose in there like you're you're six two two fifty, like the old style guys too. So it's it's a brutal position to play, and um, you know the Steelers have found that out. It's hard to project those guys. That's why I think you just look at the guys who can play in the NFL. Those guys prove it. Go out and sign them in free agency. That's that's what I would do, at least. Ray Fittipaldo, live from the Combine. Check him out in the Post-Gazette. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Ray. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.